Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a University Challenge Appreciation Podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Ivan. Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year, everyone! We're back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yay! At last, and what a wonderful day to be recording. The sun is not out. It's snowing. It's freezing. Mm, it's snowing though. Yeah, I mean where we are. Yeah, you take what you can, I suppose.、Mm-hmm. But we'll warm the cockles of your heart.、Mm-hmm. That's a Singapore reference. Yes.、Uh, with the very last of the second round matches between Birkbeck and Open, and I think this is one of the most anticipated matchups. Yes, we have. for me, for sure. Yes. Now it's a bit of a shame that we have these two teams playing against each other because it's always nice to have a more mature team taking part. Yeah, it's very hard not to root for both of them. Especially since they both have a very strong message about you know lifelong learning, making、mm. sure that the working man is able to have access to a good education. Yeah, all of those good stuff. So、uh, at least they're both strong teams, and yeah, all we have to say is that I think the best team they go through. Yeah. And I think any fears that、uh, Birkbeck were only so good because they were against a weak team,、mm. that was、uh, definitely proven wrong here. Completely proven wrong. Yeah. So、uh, I guess before we dive really. Into it.、Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the teams once more. When we say more mature, we definitely mean more mature. Yeah. So on the left, we had the Open University with an average age of fifty-two, which is yeah, a very sprightly fifty-two, <laughs> as Paxman says. Yeah. So we had、uh, Randall studying the Roman Empire. Yep. Lamb doing philosophy with psychology.、Mm-hmm. Taylor, the captain, doing engineering. And Macklin doing law. And also, I would say、um, one of the few teams with two females. One of the、so, so. yeah. captain, yeah. One of the very few, and、um, we had some discussion about what their mascot is.、Mm-hmm. I thought it was a beaver. You thought it was some kind of naked mole rat or something. Oh, I thought it was a bit of a hell rat. A hell rat. Yes. You know, Can you explain of, what a hell rat is? Sure. You know those、uh, hellhounds we see on video games. Yes.、They're、just a hell rat.、Then. Oh, I see. So kind of like the slightly weaker enemies you fight first before you progress further yeah, down yeah, the dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. I see.、Yes. Understood. I'm sorry if that's off the mark. Open University. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we would hope so. I mean, if your mascot is a hell rat, I think that's saying a lot about your、uh, student body. <laughs> yes. And on、uh, the right side, yes, we had、uh, Birkbeck University with a slightly younger average age of forty-nine. Exactly in their salad days. Yes, so we had Taylor doing environment and sustainability. A very admirable choice in yeah, this day and age. Definitely,、uh, Clark、uh, with doing a PhD in early modern history.、Mm-hmm. Williams, the captain, doing an MA in classics. And Mutio with the MSc in politics, philosophy, and economics. Yes, and can I just say, Williams looks a lot like he was a classics teacher at some point. So <laughs>、yeah. I think he's he gearing towards a、uh, little bit.、Days. Yeah. Yes, although it was my Latin teacher that looked more like Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I think we kind of got taste of things to come when Mucho gave one of the fastest answers to a first、uh, question. Yeah, almost an immediate、um, first buzz. Very Now, very sharp. In、sure. fairness, it was a very easy question. Yeah, it, it was, was. You it know, was. what year combines these things? We don't know what the rest were because、yeah. he got it from the "I Have a Dream" speech, which you know that's very common knowledge. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's something that everyone knows, but、mm. I think that if you have an interest, and in if you've made it onto University Challenge, I think you definitely know that. Yeah, I mean it's only one of the most landmark years in modern history. Exactly. I would say. Then they struggled a little bit with the bonus questions.、Mm, yeah, I think they did, but then、um, because they buzzed in on so many starter questions, it didn't really matter. 
every single member of the Birkbeck team also buzzed in at least twice. Indeed. I think to me, I got the sense that this is really an excellent team across the board. That was clear very quickly. Oh yeah, I think it just goes to show that they took their strengths from the first round and just kept on building on it. Yeah, yeah. And also, I have to say that I was very impressed by Williams as well. Mm. It was more of a softer side to what we've seen with other uh, captains. team captains. Yeah. You know, Rout comes to mind, who is a bit more assertive. He yeah. he does a good job of making sure that everyone has a chance to kind of... You're talking about Williams. Yeah, Williams, yeah. yeah. Okay. Has a chance to give their feedback before they move on. Like, mm. Especially when you are the fourth member, because often you're on your team captain's left, whereas the other two on the right. So yeah. it, it can sometimes be easy to be a little bit, not forgotten per se, but, you know, if... All the conversations happening there, you have a hard time hearing what's happening behind you because yeah, yeah. we don't have ears on the back of our heads, mm. unfortunately. <laughs> but so it was good because we have to remember Mutio is an amazing player. He is, yeah. Yeah, him and Williams are both absolutely fantastic. Mm. But that's not to take anything away from Taylor and Clark. Yes, yeah, they were who both I thought were also very, very good. The only thing I noticed is that I feel like sometimes Clark uh, kind of undercut herself a little bit. She often, I heard her at she least once. She whispered one, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. also heard her at least once say, oh, you're more likely to get it right than I am. Mm. I feel like there's a little bit of lack of self-belief. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think there were many questions where she knew the answer straight away as well. That's true. So I think her confidence is just more of a quiet kind and that can be taken to mean or look like lack of self-belief. But I don't really think that was the case. Maybe. I don't know. I, that's true. She did definitely be fairly assertive in some points. Mm-hmm. But I think also because Taylor yeah, is and clearly the kind of man, if he knows, he knows. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said for being very sure of what you know and what you don't know and not wasting time with guesses. That's fair. Right? So you kind of just get straight to the point. Yeah, just, fact, yeah it can be very helpful for That was something that I loaded Macklin on in their first round yeah. for Open. Yes, exactly. Strong all-round team. Mm. No glaring weak. Well, I think that they are a bit hesitant when it comes to hard science questions. Yes, because there isn't really a hard scientist. Maybe except Taylor doing environment and sustainability. And even then... But then that's can be very... Um, have a lot of social applications as yeah, well. I'm sure so. there's some science stuff involved, but often <laughs> it's more to do with governance and yeah. political science and Policy. all that involved. Exactly. Mm. But they still did very well and it goes to show that they definitely read outside of their domain knowledge yeah yeah for sure I also thought Williams was he seemed very happy with his team so he was kind of had this confident and relaxed smile throughout that's I think the main thing that we have to point out here is that they were so comfortable yes yes Uh, they very clearly had no nerves yeah (laughs) that or they are very good at hiding it (laughs) I think they just it's just wisdom I think that's the word that comes to mind when I look at this team they just are very confident with what they know and the knowledge that they've amassed over the years collectively as well as individually so yeah I mean yeah. actually that's the benefit. I'd be very comfortable with a team like the Birkbecks actually yeah well it's not just you know confidence in your team I think it's a confidence that comes with age yeah because I've often found that when I have interacted with more mature students who have come back yeah either in a full-time or part-time capacity to study again there's a lot more confidence because they're yeah. actually coming in here because they want to study, not because mm. I don't know what to do in my life, so I'm going to spend three years drinking. Yeah, yeah. Which is what <laughs> most UK students go to university for. Yes, and you know they have all these years of work experience as well, which gives them very new perspectives on things. So. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't want to spend too much time talking about the many strengths of Birkbeck because we do have to mention, I feel like if you'd come into this without seeing 
Open in their first round, yeah. you'd think, oh, did they really deserve to be here? Yeah. And I think that's not fair. I think that, especially in the second half, we got to see that there are elements of what made Open so great in the first round. And I think it's just that they're a little bit slower on the buzzer than yeah, Birkbeck. Yeah, I didn't think that they had the best of days, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned while we were watching that they seemed a little bit, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of noticed at the very beginning that they seemed a little low energy the whole open team yeah um i don't really know what it was but maybe it was just the the posture or the the looks on their faces i i'm not sure but possibly it just gave me this kind of vibe yeah although i have to say that this is the match where lamb really started to shine yeah i think he was the the, the team through with many correct starters actually five correct starters yeah he was very very good and unfortunately they struggled yeah they had a yeah they had a very rocky start so macklin uh was the first of the team to buzz in but he didn't get that right yeah and then randall again tried but didn't get that right and it was an interruption so they actually started at minus five exactly yeah so i can imagine Imagine, especially up against Birkbeck and I think there's a lot of pressure as well being the only two mature teams yeah. there's all that added stuff going on so I think that could have um, shaken their confidence slightly yeah and also being the last one as well so yeah. I guess it's kind of that pressure because no one likes being last for anything and maybe there's been a lot of time lapsed between their first and second appearance so yeah there are all kinds of happened, I mean, exactly and that's something we have to keep stressing yeah this is happening during a global pandemic mm. So I think we can forgive uh, team members for not really having their heart in it. Yeah. Because I think that's something I've noticed for so many teams, yeah. in fact, that when they appeared in the second round, the energy seemed to have diminished slightly for so many. And um, I think it's especially yeah. a lot of team members who are American. Yeah. I think true. that they have their issues. You know, we've had team members not return. And I think it could be because of how badly hit and how poorly managed the whole yeah. situation was. Mm. And being international students, you you don't really you're not very um, assured of your status. Exactly. I mean, this is this is all pure speculation. Yeah. Uh, But I think that it's just grounds to say that if you feel like someone is not performing up to scratch, Mm. remember that this is not happening in a bubble. Yeah. There's very life and death problematic things happening out there Mm -hmm. that we need to also keep in mind. Yeah. Even though you know this is one of the most pure escapist things you could do. So uh, let's talk about some questions a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, sure. I have to say that this is one of the best um, first picture rounds. <laughs> okay. Because it was the dying words of major characters. Yes, that was or, also one of my favorite. Yeah, questions. or their offstage uh, deaths in uh, Shakespeare plays. Yes. With the names redacted, obviously. And that was pretty good because even if you don't know the Shakespeare play kind of by heart. Yes. If you know who the principal characters are and kind of... Yes, you know, and there what were it's about. also big clues in these pictures, right? Yeah. So with the Cleo Anthony and Cleopatra one, there was mention of a princess. Um, mm-hmm. With the Romeo and Juliet one, there was mention of a rusty blade. So, you know, you get all these context And also and... Kisses mentioned twice. Yeah. And your fellow one, you can tell, because all of that's happened in the last act. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember it's one of those tragedies where it takes a long time to simmer and then... <laughs> everything falls apart in the right. last acts. Yeah, so it, that was pretty fun putting it together. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was actually the text I studied at my A-levels. Othello? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen a production live, but I'd love to. Other than that, oh, Martin Chuzzlewitz made an appearance again. <laughs> yes, the ghost of Charles Dickens haunts us again. Yes, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, that Charles Dickens will just not leave the studio alone. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I also like the question on dancers that share all but one letter from another random word. So, yeah, that was fun. Garotte and gavotte. Yes, meringue, meringue. <laughs> asphyxiation and asphyxiation. Uh, I mean, that's not you a know dance. that old dance. <laughs> yes, that, that old dance. And other than that, some people have commented that there seem to be a lot of cricket questions this time around. Yeah, there were two, right? Yes, and I wonder yeah. if it's pure happenstance or it could be, um, what's the name of that term when you notice something? It becomes more obvious You start seeing it all the time uh, The Bader Meinhof uh, uh, Thing I think it's called I don't know that It's not like There were a lot of Really fun questions Not particularly There were a few that stood out One which I think Tickled Paxman a lot Was the music round yeah. Which was Comedy songs from World War 2 <laughs> Which Lam knew Very very well They all knew very well I thought From yeah. the Open University yeah. And yes Ha 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 You know The mature so, team Gets all the World War 2 questions yeah. right. It's still songs from almost 80 years ago now yeah I don't think exactly I don't think many of them were alive <laughs> no but they were probably songs that they remember from uh, their parents probably their, probably yeah up. their parents played it uh, on the radio yeah. or on the, the record player yeah. uh, when they were growing up <laughs> You know, just like I grew up on a lot of, you know, comedy that my dad liked when he was a kid. Yes. Exactly. So I'm sure, you know, it's just we force our children to listen to stuff yeah, that we so like. Yeah, it's probably a small bout of nostalgia for them. Nostalgia or trauma, depending <laughs> on uh, your view of these things. Yeah, and I also did find that, I found that Paxman was quite happy talking to some of these teams and riffing off of their answers. I think so. Because, I don't know, maybe because they're all more similar in age, so... It might be, and it's just funny that he was making kind of snide jokes at their age, even <laughs> though he's definitely still older than all of them. Of all of them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever, I kind of, I felt like it wasn't, you know, a tense match. Mm. I mean, it definitely wasn't a nail-biter because Birkbeck was so dominant. Yeah. But I think it was, you could tell from very early on that they were going to win. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's because of their relaxed attitude. And also, mm. some people uh, believe, I'm not sure, mm. that maybe they let off a little bit in the last six, seven minutes or so. So yes. that opened up the chance to get a respectable score. Oh, you think so? I don't know. I think it might just be that maybe they uh, started to uh, ease up because they were, had a comfortable lead. And they thought, yeah. oh, there's no need to worry. To, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, all humans are inherently lazy and will not put in more <laughs> effort than is necessary to get what they need. That could have indeed been the case. So, shall we move into Stats Corner? Yes, indeed. I think it's time for Stats Corner to show us some interesting uh, stats. Okay, so a final score of 205 to Birkbeck, which is nothing to sniff at. Absolutely not. And then uh, 95 to Open, which is also not bad. I think considering that they couldn't get a word in edgeways until 11 minutes in, uh, yeah. I think that's very respectable. Perfect 300 um, across the board. Yeah, like what you said, Birkbeck were not actually too strong on the bonus questions. Not yeah. as strong as maybe it seemed, because they only got about 58% of their bonuses correct. I think it's because they got a lot, so it seemed like they got a few right, but they yeah. had so many opportunities and we've also seen a lot of other teams that have gotten what 80 close to 90 percent of their oh, bonuses yeah. right dalio uh, i think yeah. that was you know some a sight to behold yeah and so it'd be nice got, to see you know a team like bailey up against Birkbeck in the future yeah and i feel like they only got one buzzing wrong at the very end yeah in fact they got 92 percent of all their starter questions wow correct which is quite rare and very impressive compared to open who got about 78 percent of their starters which is which also is, you know, very very good but unfortunately um, the bonuses is where they struggled so just around 30% of their bonuses Ooh, 30% that's yes. I think it often that's just luck of a draw yeah. like sometimes you just happen yeah. to get something that you're not particularly strong at and so yeah they you yeah. know they managed to get the, the song the music round um, almost all correct but yeah. then 
um, struggled with the cricket round. So, well, to be honest, I think you can get through life without knowing much about cricket. <laughs> Although I'm sure that would hurt many of my uh, school uh, colleagues. Yeah, and then well. Um, one incorrect interruption from Open, obviously, that put them in the minus five territory. Yeah. Um, no incorrect interruptions from Birkbeck, but they also, but both teams managed to get four correct interruptions each. That's very good. Yeah. And I think this is why it's important to look at the statistics, yeah. not just the scores, because I think that you know this is proof that Open did have a chance to go through. Yeah. If the bonus questions went a little bit more their way, if maybe you know Birkbeck weren't so fast on the buzz in the first ten minutes or so, yeah, they would have had definitely a good shout of scoring and potentially winning this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this. I think this could have gone either way. They were both very strong teams. It's just Birkbeck seemed to be the one who are a little bit more consistent. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm extremely excited to see them play um, some of the other teams. Yes, they've yeah. already uh, postponed in the works of my uh, predictions for uh, the semifinals, <laughs> yes, I quarterfinals. Yes, I did predict that Birkbeck would make it extremely far in our predictions episode. I'm rooting for them personally. I would like to see them very much in the finals. I think they are... The ones I'm rooting for as well, yeah. quite honestly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not to say that you know, I don't like all the other teams there. I have a few who are close to my heart. Yeah. But I think there's something special about a yeah. mature team uh, yeah, going through to the end. Exactly, that's that's it. That's the same thing for me as well. So we have just enough time to talk mm. about, obviously, the really important one. The reason why you're all here. Of course, it's the best rest. <laughs> and I mm. think I'm going to go with Williams. Okay. With his very fetching pink shirt. Yeah. I think he looked very distinguished. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you there. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else who came close. I think Mutio always has a very cool, calm kind of presence. I, I think it's just more his entire persona. He just, he looks good no matter what. He's like this picture of calm elegance. Exactly. Yeah. And I think Taylor was very nicely dressed. Yes. The entire Birkbeck team, very smart. Yeah, even Lamb, I come to think yeah. of it. It wasn't anything particularly out there. There was nothing that which made me go, yeah. wow. Just yeah. like we had earlier with Spacey from Manchester. Yeah, because who watches University Challenge for the fashion? Ugh. Me, obviously. <laughs> this podcast, obviously. Yeah, and uh, someone else. We love you, University Challenge Quota. Keep it up. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of the second round. Mm. And next up, we're going to have the quarterfinals. Ooh. Now, we don't know who's up first, but uh, rest assured that we will continue to be talking about it until mm. the very end. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if our predictions are right or if uh, it just goes to show we know absolutely nothing about uh, yeah. the show we seem to love so much. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for listening and we hope you join us for uh, the next few episodes. Indeed. Goodbye. Goodbye.